everyone, and welcome to my podcast, where we talk flowers, floral arranging, gardening, and more. I'm Tiffany Rutkowski, and my husband and I are the owners of Creative Designs by Tiffany, a floral shop and micro-event space. To find out more and stay up to date, visit our website at cdbytiffany.wordpress.com and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. I'm passionate about all things beautiful, but mainly flowers and teaching you how to savor everything of it. You'll hear tips, tricks, and from some of my highly esteemed friends in the business. Today, I'm joined by Dave Warner, producer of Tiffany Talk. Hello. Hi. You know, I got to get you to where you memorize that whole I know. I'm almost, I'm very close. I'm very, very close. Okay. All (laughs) right. See, that that way you're kind of looking at the I know. I know. Well, that's, and now it's it's perfect because it's over here. Before it wasn't, I don't know where I was. It was was always there. The monitor's up there now. So now I actually, because before the monitor was like down here. Over here, yeah, I, that's yeah. yeah. This is good now. Now yeah. I know what I'm looking at. Now, so yeah, yes. you can see yourself. I can. I can see myself now, which yeah. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> and we're recording today from the beautiful My Little Falls studio in Little Falls. It is beautiful, and you've added so many more things to it since I think last month. So congratulations. Yeah, well, right? changing Lights. it around a little bit. Yes, always perfecting. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, and this month I'm so excited because it's June. 20th, 19th, yes. 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is just the end of peony season. And I connected with a great farmer up in our area. Um, her name is Kate Crawford from Lindacre Farms. Mm-hmm. And she is in Salisbury. And she originally started doing peony roots and selling them and reached out this year to me about selling some peony stems wholesale. And it has worked out beautifully so welcome yes yes (laughs) hi Kate so um and tell us a little bit about where you're um located and you're pretty close she's actually three minutes four minutes away from the store technically so um yeah and we're gonna talk today about everything peonies because I told her before I don't know anything about peonies and I'm so excited to hear about the root business going into doing the wholesale of the stems how they work, what you do for them, all of that. Yeah. So great. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're we're um, located about probably four miles outside yeah, of Dodgeville yeah. in a little town called Salisbury. We're right close to, if there were a downtown Salisbury, we'd be close <laughs> to it's it. It's called Salisbury yeah. Center, right? You yes, know? we are in Salisbury, in Salisbury Center. Center. Yes. All right, all right. We're literally like three houses from the post office. Right. Yes, <laughs> which is my landmark when I tell people, you know the place by the post office? Yeah, so, exactly, yeah. exactly. Awesome. Um, and yeah, we started um, planting peonies in 2014. We started, uh, we did a test sale, like shipping them Mm -hmm. in 2018, but started properly in 2019 shipping roots nationally. Um, So explain that to me, what roots are compared to, so obviously you wouldn't ship the flowers that you, can you see these in the monitors and stuff? If you lift them up a little bit, yeah, lift up and you can see what you're showing You wouldn't ship that unless, well, there is... Hopefully, fly five flower bloom or something that they yeah. do ship like this, mm-hmm. but they don't come out as well. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about shipping roots. the plant, yes, yeah. the actual plant. So the only thing I'm familiar with is dahlias, and they yep. split those in the fall. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. You plant them in the spring, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure. See, again, That's I right. am a niche market. I am a florist that has cut flowers sent to me. And then I arranged them. I, I don't thought you know said anything. I thought you said cult flowers. No, no. <laughs> I was like, flowers. what are we getting? Cult what are we getting? No, no, yeah. yes, that would be a totally new niche market. But no, just the cut flowers. They come to me. They're cut, and then I arrange with them. Yeah. So the growing aspect, um, even the gardens we did in the front, everyone's asked me, "Are you going to start growing flowers?" Isn't, I mean, maybe just for show, but they're definitely not going to be no. quality that I can put in a vase. So explain to me how you're. So how this works? You, <laughs> yeah. you kind of got it right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they are very similar to dahlias in that. Okay. Now, they're not a tuber. A dahlia okay. is technically a tuber. Um, but they both have, so, and a peony is technically a root, but okay. they look a lot like tubers. They're sort of long, like a carrot. Okay. And, 
really, they have a lot of mass to them most okay. often. And then both dahlias and peonies have these things called eyes okay. that are coming out of the top <laughs> of the root, a piece of the root called the crown. Okay. And then these, they almost look like little tiny lipstick okay. heads, sort of. And they come out of there. And so what you, what's really nice about both peonies and dahlias is when they're dormant, if you dig them at or near dormancy, they'll just go dormant. You can literally cut the plant into pieces. The roots actually, believe it or not, I know less about dahlias, but I can say for mm -hmm. sure with peonies, they actually like to be divided. So in other words, it helps to reinvigorate the plant. Crazy. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And then they ship, if you pack them well in like slightly damp sawdust or peat moss, they ship really well. And sometimes what we're finding, this has been a big learning curve for me, is sometimes actually while they're in storage in that peat moss, say while you're processing the rest of the plants, mm -hmm. the quality of them will actually go up. Really? They sort of rehydrate and look even better than when you first divided them. It's crazy. Um, so see, we're, let's see. This is what I said. This is going to be one of these. We sit back and yeah, just I'm like, uh, everything in. Because there were some, uh, I can't even remember what I got, some bulbs. They were in dry peat moss. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. But do you wet it at first and then it dries out? Or, or do you, when you ship, is, do you start drying? We are so, so different people do different things. Our falls have been so wet that I'm not wetting the peat moss oh, okay. um, right now because I just feel like we're constantly actually having the opposite problem where we have to fight mold and fungus, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Um, I could imagine, though, that there would be people in different climates who would want to. Mm -hmm. um, but I've just never grown in it. I've always yeah. gardened on sort of the East Coast mm -hmm. where humidity is the issue, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. So. So explain that to me, too, real quickly before we have all these beautiful pictures that I'm looking in the monitor and I can't wait to get to. So um, real quickly before, so like you said, kind of the eastern coast and what is your zone? We talked about that yeah. kind of, too. Yeah. So we're in, what are you in, Dave? What is your considered zone I down here in Little Falls? 5B, Is it 5? Oh, I, I knew it was 5. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Yeah. And we're I, what? <laughs> so we, we are We very, are not 5. Right. Salisbury <laughs> 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 Arct Arctic Stratford, Circle. Are you yeah. three? I think we are. I think we're technically four, but we should be three because yeah. of our timing and everything. And then yeah. Dowdgeville, I think, is technically four. Like we're right on the cusp. If you look at those little um, maps, yes. we are right on the cusp. So, like my understanding, and like <laughs> I might have bought a different farm, although this one has worked out well. Okay, because my understanding is like literally across the street from me is five. Yes. <laughs> So, like, I literally wake up every day and look at five. And, <laughs> and you're in four. <laughs> because yes. my understanding is actually 29A is the dividing point. Which but makes complete what sense. I see yes. when I drive through Salisbury is that, like, when you're on the other side, like, mm -hmm. before you kind of turn and head towards the post yes. office and you're coming from Dodgeville, that seems to almost have, like, five-ish mm -hmm. type Quality, but then yeah. as soon as you like, yes. yeah, like it just <laughs> drops off terribly, which is yeah. cool for us. It, it, really, <laughs> it really is that localized because yeah. I used to yeah. live out at Spruce yeah. Lake and yeah. you could get, you get just north of 29 and start to head up Dairy Hill. Oh yeah. And the weather totally changed right, mm -hmm. right in it's that like few hundred. Yeah. It was like a wall. Yeah. <laughs> it was insanity. Which is, so how does that work then when you ship and how, yeah. so when do you harvest versus or not harvest, but. How do you, sh I guess, how See, do you shake I the feel roots? like for me, it actually ends up, like had I known we were in four, I might not have bought the farm. I'm glad we did. Mm -hmm. Because I think for us, it has worked out really well mm -hmm. um, that we're a little colder because we can go, our plants are going dormant than many of our customers' plants. Right. We do have some Alaska 
mm-hmm. customers. Okay. And so that gets a li- yeah, because they grow really well in Alaska. In really? fact, much of the cut flower industry, like whatever you would have yes. bought before, you were probably yeah. getting a lot of them from Alaska. Yes. And they do a great job up there. Which is crazy, um, right? Yeah. How about that? So mm-hmm. we yes. do sometimes ship to Alaska, and that can be a little tricky, and I'm always pushing it and harvesting a little earlier than I'd like. Mm-hmm. But in general, like we have a lot of customers down south because you can grow them down to zone 8. We have customers out west in warmer climates. And so it actually works because I get to harvest and sort of get it out to them in plenty of time for them to get it in their gardens. Just awesome. Yeah. Cool? Right here in central New York. And I, I think that, the yeah. other thing, I feel like I need to plug – peonies for the northern gardener because when I lived in Brooklyn, I'm from upstate, I'm from Lewis County, but spent my adult life in the city Mm -hmm. and I was lucky enough when we lived in Brooklyn we had a big front and backyard, which actually is a thing. People don't know that. That actually is a thing. And um, I didn't know they had grass in Brooklyn. (laughs) Our house was built on a former potato farm. Really? So the soil was great. Everything (laughs) was like amazing. It was like zone seven so we could like grow till November and start again in March like it was nuts so anyway who knew right in Brooklyn (laughs) but anyway what I found is like the peonies were really vigorous they grew Mm -hmm. faster but we had more disease because of the warmth Mm -hmm. right so you didn't get the winters killing off a lot of the disease now Mm -hmm. obviously around here we get a lot of rain so there's some issues with that but like powdery mildew that is a huge problem with peonies I get it on like 20 of my Mm -hmm. peonies and I grow like 2,000 you know so yeah. So there's some real advantages you, to the cold. Yes. But you didn't ask like the key thing. How do you how did you get from Brooklyn? Why did you decide <laughs> to buy a farm? What is wrong with you? Hey, this you, is my little falls that covers this podcast. I don't know why you're saying that cuz aren't we supposed to be building up this, you know? No, no okay, question, obviously. Exactly. Why do you move here? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I've been asked that question so many times and I have to say like it's so beautiful here. It is mm-hmm. just like I always tell my kids, you know, we live in the most beautiful place on earth. And that's not actually true, but like Mm -hmm. there is a way in which it is true, right? Mm -hmm. So part of it was the beauty of the area. The other thing is, is like my whole family's from Lewis County. Mm -hmm. We were like generations of farmers. I learned to grow plants before I was two. Um, I was raised Mennonite. You know, that's a big, big thing in that community to really be involved with the earth. So it was kind of hard to get away from that, you know, and so... I did the whole corporate thing for a while, and that was great. I'm really glad I did it. I gained a lot of skills. It didn't feel like a path that would take me. I didn't see myself retiring in it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know, there's a whole story in itself. I Mennonite know. to corporate world, back to I farmer. Know. I don't I know. know what to do with this. I know. <laughs> and actually, Leindecker Farms is named after my grandfather's farm because he had a 700-acre dairy farm in Krogan. My family's from oh, Krogan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So cool. Isn't it neat? So, uh, yeah. That's, I like it. Well, yeah. see, like I said, this is just one of these, you sit back and just listen and take in all of the knowledge <laughs> and the wisdom. So I'm trying to be very careful that I don't go off. There's so many cool things about her that I've learned in the past two weeks. <laughs> we could go her. off the rails. I'm like, oh, there's so many things. <laughs> it's very cool. What did cool. we say about we so, never walk like the other dogs? I know, like. I know, it's true. It's very true. It's so cool. But that's how she ended up coming into mm-hmm. this area and stuff. Yeah. And obviously, we love Little Falls and the surrounding area. It's so it, truly beautiful. Yes, so there and we like, go. And like, honestly, like this area has so many good attributes too, because we could still be working in the city while starting the farm up here. Also, mm-hmm. like within less than 90 minutes, I'm up seeing my extended family in Lewis County. But yep. yet I, I wanted to start up there. But it's like that additional time yep. to travel when we were still living in the city was not doable. So this was a really, really good 
Option. Yeah. 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 I, and I had a guy yesterday out at the Herkimer home talk to me. He said, people just don't get that we are, really are in the middle. Yeah. Oh, totally. He said, you know, it's like, he said this spot and for them, they're, you know, 10 seconds off the throughway. Yeah. You know, an hour and 10 minutes to Albany, hour and 10 minutes to Syracuse. And it's he true. said, you can't get more central it's than true. this spot. Mm-hmm. And so it makes a lot of sense from Maybe yeah. flower growing to business to Com- to whatever. Yeah, completely yeah. agree. And you know, yeah, lots of good things about. And it's not overpopulated, and yeah. mm-hmm. it's not like trying to get into the Hudson Valley these days, which oh, is yes. impossible. Yeah, that, and, and the costs there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we've talked about that a little bit too. Like even with the developing in Dowgerville and stuff. Like I think there's a market for really nice things, and so yes. like, and it's starting to happen. And peonies are one of those things that years ago you thought of peonies and. You know, not to say the rich people had it, but the nice southern homes had it or the nice homes had mm-hmm. it because it, was, it wasn't a daisy or it wasn't, you know, a typical. And now I think there's kind of that market that it's mm-hmm. coming around. People are realizing the value in a 50-year plant, which I learned from mm-hmm. your website, too, yeah. which you can talk about that, too. Yeah. How it's not or just, longer. right, it's mm-hmm. not just one of these things that we're throwing in in 10 years. You might have to pull it out. Yeah. It's a 50-year. Oh, it's an heirloom. Really? Yeah. I mean, they... There are reports in China of tree peonies living longer than 100 years. And, really? Wow. You know, investing. So you're investing in it, yes. And I think we see that because anytime, like, drive around an area like this or anywhere in New England, the old farmhouses that have been there since 1850 still there. all have peonies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because what's happening underground is the old roots are dying off and new roots are being formed all the time. So cool. So you you probably are just that that plant can just keep regenerating itself. I don't want to say indefinitely, but for very very long periods of time, they're tough as nails. Oh, which yeah. and, and the, like, you I, see them in a lot of uh, cemeteries as yes. well. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and, and they look beautiful. And there. they are they're a beautiful plant. So explain to me, I guess then how it works. So you would do the shipping, which you kind yeah. of went over to. And then how did you end up in four, three, four years now to figuring out that you might want to start selling some as cut flowers and to my market, so to speak? Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's actually been a slow progression because um, so for a lot of root growers, they are having to spray because of the amount of space that they have. And we're not at that point where we'd want to do that. So for our field management, I really ended up following a lot of flower farmers because I was like, I think that their techniques for their field management are a better fit for us at our size right now. And so I was learning all about cut flowers, and then I was kind of realizing I grew all these cut flower varieties, <laughs> and I was really liking sort of the field management techniques yep. that they use. Um, and then also through the course of the year, it turns out that my son actually has a chronic health condition. And so doing all of our business right between August 15th to basically October 15th, when you have a child that requires a little bit more care, started to not feel like as good of a fit for like our family. And I was like, you know what, there's, I'm definitely not dropping the roots. Like I'm really happy with where that business is, but is there a way that we can spread the workload out? Right. And it just, it felt natural because I was following a lot of the practices anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yep. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where I told her too, like I, I'm very specific on the flowers that I have in. And we've kind of talked about that too, that I mean, we had the distributor on, I have one distributor that I use and that's the one that I go to because I know their quality of yeah. product. And so when she, she reached out great. to me, I yes, yes. To that episode, <laughs> yes, it was awesome. cool. She was awesome. So yeah. different, right? So, it's, yeah. and that's a whole different thing on your yeah. end than of what mm-hmm. you've heard. So, um, you know, with the local growers, I've been 
been very specific on things. And when you explained to me like how you didn't really start out as a cut flower, but mm-hmm. when it comes in, you can see the difference. And I don't know how many peonies you've really seen in your lifetime, Dave. But Actually, a maybe lot. more. I mean, because they're one of my wife's favorite flowers. Mm-hmm. And we had mm-hmm. when we were up at Spruce, we yep. had several peonies around the house. That's neat. And so I always you thought know. they were a pain in the ass because we were talking before you got here, <laughs> Tiffany. We were yeah. talking about ants yes. on the plants. Yes. Oh, ants on the real. plants. Yes. The yes. struggle is real. It is. Well, and that's the funny thing is that I told her I haven't seen many coming off of your plants. Maybe I just don't see them and they've just nested somewhere else. But I haven't seen many. Yeah. And they're in your cooler. Right. That's probably yeah. it. They're probably in there. And you don't spray, which you went over. But that's a huge thing for anybody who is listening. If you caught that, not spraying is a huge thing. A lot yeah. of the stuff that I get from the distributor is sprayed because they have to send it to me at a perfect condition. Her stuff, if you look at it, is pretty perfect without being sprayed. And yeah. then for... I'll, I'll grab one where, here and kind of put it yes, up by my face. But yeah, these are beautiful. At, like no bite marks that I always yeah. say with the local stuff you have to look for. And um, the other thing, because I wondered if you've seen many peonies, the variety is so different. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we can when we can show yeah. some of those so, too. We can kind of put her place up here and for those people who are, you know, yeah. yes, uh, yep. looking at this. So right now we're looking at the farm. Yeah. Right, basically. The, so if you're just listening, this is yeah. the farm. Yeah. And beautiful. Uh, what time of day was that? Because I know you said the morning sun is beautiful, but that doesn't look like... That ah. looks like morning almost morning? to me. It yeah. looks like the shadows are coming from the east, so it must be morning. I was going to say okay. evening, actually, yeah. but now oh. that I look at it, it is. It's the morning. That's yeah. evening. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we've got... Uh, what are oh. these pink peonies? What are yes, these? Yes. Those are Mange Jewel L. They're okay. an old French variety. That's why you have okay. <laughs> that name. Okay. So I, I even like the name. Yeah. Well, and so what's the difference on all of these too? So yeah. I like when you go through your website, they're priced out a little bit differently oh, when totally. you're buying the roots. So why mm-hmm. is that? And then yeah. even for the quality that I'm getting in, I typically will say I need five peony stems and they'll send me whatever they need to yeah. send. I have never seen, and I'm going to yeah. hold this up. I've never seen this whole bunch. I have never seen this whole bunch before. Yeah. In my life, um, ever, when I asked for yeah. this one, I don't know how to yeah. hold this way. Yeah. 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 So, and we'll yeah. spin it around because there's the yellow, there's the antique looking yeah. one that I call it. Um, so how, how do you do that? Right. So, so oftentimes, like, the good news is, is with peonies, sometimes the cheapest ones are actually the ones you want um, <laughs> if you're not, like, a peony collector mm-hmm. or peony breeder. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of, like, back in the 1800s, the French were doing a lot of breeding, and, and also then in the early 1900s, a lot of really good American breeders. They were breeding for the cut flower market. Okay. And so, like... Those peonies that you inherited when you bought your house that you love and are super fragrant, those are probably pro- usually older varieties from, let's say, okay. 1850 all the way up to 1930, okay. right? And obviously, there's plenty of worldwide supply. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're still a little pricier, like peonies usually start. It used to be $18. Now it's more like $24. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because it takes a really long time. Like once you plant your own root, you yep. usually can't divide it for about three to four years. So really? there's a lot of time built in, okay. which is where the price is, why the price is where it's at. When, when is the best time to plant these? Fall. Fall, really? If you were, if Not it was spring. A, yeah. If really? it's a warmer zone, um, you can definitely get away with planting a bare root plant, like just the roots that I described with the eyes coming out of the crown. You can definitely get away with planting in the spring. I used to do it in Brooklyn. Okay. Our green up happens so fast here, mm-hmm. right, yeah. in yeah. zone four, it, that you almost, like, can't find that window 
mm-hmm. where the plant would still be dormant. And I do sometimes spring plant, like if I find a peony coming up where I don't want it, like a piece was left in the ground when I harvested it and I know what it is and I'm like, ah, I kind of want that guy, then I will pull it up. But what I notice is it's likely to go dormant in its first year. It will be very small. It's going to need a lot of water. Like it's just so much more work that I just say do it in the fall. You know, and explain dormancy, dormancy yeah. to dormancy. me. So yeah. um, that's another thing too that I've been hearing, and I don't know this again. Is it three years that you could even cut a peony and have anything come up? Like the first year to two, three years, you're not supposed to do anything with it. Yeah. Is that true or is that yeah. not true? So, but, so as a regular gardener, mm-hmm. if, if you're listening to this and you're a regular gardener, <laughs> you don't have to be this precise, okay. right? But if you want the like maximum output in terms of flowers and growth on your plant. Yes, the research coming out of University of Alaska, because they do a lot to support their like Alaskan mm-hmm. growers, yeah. is that you really are better. The first, like put it in the ground in the fall, mm-hmm. let it come up the next year, cut off all, but I leave two buds on. Like okay. if it, if you're lucky enough that it forms buds, because sometimes the first year it just wants to focus on root growth and mm-hmm. it won't even put out buds. That's okay. really common. But probably up to 50% of them will actually try to flower. Okay. What I do, what, what the research shows is cut it back to one to two buds. The reason that I put it at two is I want to make sure that I got the name right. But the tag that I have on it mm-hmm. is actually the right one, okay. that I didn't make a mistake, because that does happen sometimes. <laughs> um, and I leave two because sometimes one will stop growing, especially the first year. Like it might just fail because the plant is still trying to gather the energy to actually make the flower. So I leave two on, check it, but I let all the the rest of the energy go right back into the roots so that the plant can grow faster. They say don't cut the second year either for very similar reasons, because obviously if I'm cutting for you, I want a nice long stem, Mm -hmm. because I don't know if you're putting it in something shorter Mm -hmm. or in a large arrangement. What happens is on a peony, when you cut that much stem, you're cutting a lot of leaves. The leaves are how you get the the growth into the roots and so they kind of say give it that second year Mm -hmm. before you really start (laughs) harvesting a lot just really neat as a root grower like for gardeners i kind of just say cut them off the first year Mm -hmm. and then after that like just don't harvest every flower and maybe harvest them short (laughs) like that's (laughs) the easy thing to think about (laughs) easy way to go around Mm -hmm. it that's really neat so anyway so yes that's really cool and i was gonna say are we ready for a little technical difficulty that's why i know (laughs) it's okay (laughs) we're live (laughs) this is good (laughs) so um yeah but anyway so yeah so the different varieties sure so how did you come to figuring out what kind of varieties you wanted to grow without going into thinking i want to be a cut flower gardener Right. You obviously wanted variety for people that they could yeah. um, buy different roots and keep, you know, or how did yeah, you pick them? That you was pick tough, them? Okay. actually. Like, and like, I feel like it's still tough. There's mm-hmm. just thousands of varieties out there. Which and I don't so, know if people realize, right? Yeah, so there's oh, thousands. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, and many, many more unregistered varieties, especially out of places like Russia, where they have a big peony culture, but haven't necessarily registered their varieties with the American Peony Society, which tends to be the, they tend to do the registrations almost for the world. I don't want to say that, but it's kind of true. Like a lot of people from other countries register through APS as well. Um, So I did the highly scientific thing of um, just picking the ones that really struck me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is perfect. Because you know what, I actually did think this through and I was like, you know what, if they're really capturing me, 
can I really be the only person they're right. capturing? Right. Which is totally possible, yeah. but, <laughs> but also not so, yeah. probable. Yes, right. yes. So, um, yeah. I think it works for me, definitely. I, now I walked up to her farm, I think it was last week, I saw mm-hmm. everything, and I love everything she has up there. So you definitely did a great job of picking them, and the varieties are so different. So I, I had one question yeah. about it. How fast do they grow? Yeah, um, slowly. Very slowly. slowly. So mm-hmm. when you put that thing in, it's going to, even though you're saying third year, before you harvest any flowers off of it, it's a slow growing It bush. is. I mean, the first year, it is not a failure if you get three stems. I have some. Now, obviously, I keep all the, like, the lower grade roots for the farm and I ship the higher grade, right? Yeah. So what I'm going to say is because I'm putting, you know, a tiny little piece in the ground. But when I do that, I might get one stem off that plant right and when it's a tiny root like that it may take five years to actually meet the three-year size you know what i mean but what i would say is um some of it depends on where you're growing and some of it depends on your variety i think tiffany you probably saw in one of my first year beds i had ones that looked like three-year plants and those were not exceptional roots they were just It just happened. They really like that. It was it's a it was a more vigorous variety mm-hmm. that's doing that that does grow faster. And it just happened. It loved its new bed. And yep. it just I must have like ten stems on one of my first years. Wow. Which is cool. It's yes. more common to get between the two to five okay. stem. So don't um, lose heart if you have don't a lose first heart. year. Okay, first yeah. year. And I'm don't move it around. Unless it's in the shade or it's in the wet, don't keep moving it around because that will slow it down even more. That's good yeah. to know too. And and they're definitely a, a full sun. Yeah. Flower. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All you right. want, you can get away with six, but really you'll have more disease problems and fewer um, flowers. So you should probably look at eight okay. if you can. Yeah. Which is very cool. So yeah, we'll go to the screen if we can and then see what some yeah, of these seeds flower. I'm excited to see what all of these are. And <clears> then just, I guess, just explain what uh, they are or what, you know. Yeah. This one is a great one. So this is the, an example of something that's affordable. I don't remember how much I have that listed for, but it's probably okay. in the 20s or low 30s. Okay. Um, and that I actually got from Eastern Europe. Okay. It's a variety called Cerebrinier Velvet. Um, And as you know, as a florist, like we would, if I'm selling to you, I'd be cutting off all those wonderful side buds. But when you look at it in the garden, like the side buds are a total gift. So it just depends. And what I love about that one is it's got those huge central Mm -hmm. flowers. The side buds are also large. They're almost like the size of a main flower. And for whatever reason, those stems are strong enough that that plant does not flop. Which is huge Unbelievable. for people. Everyone around yeah. here who has peonies, they flop in the rain. They don't, you know, yeah. stay up. They need to be staked yeah. out. That's great to know. So, what was the name of that variety again? Sarah Brignier Velvet. Okay. okay. And I believe it was from a Russian Russian okay. breeder, and it just is really good. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So, this is one of the ones where like the world supply is insufficient. Okay. And so this one is like I think maybe two hundred dollars right now, okay. and I see some people selling it for four hundred. Whoa. That's just for just a little piece of root. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the reason is, is this is what's called a hybrid. So you take okay. those old-fashioned ones that we see growing around mm-hmm. here, and they crossed it with another species. And okay. so you start getting these really unusual, amazing so, colors. Yes. Yes. And they are starting to. It has a cousin that is making its way into the cut flower market now. That's awesome. So it's um, basically like a golden doodle is what I'm thinking. Like how they did it a, a golden, golden doodle. Re- it's totally it's a like golden a golden doodle. doodle. Okay. When and they you know decided, how they were like yes. super expensive yes. at first? Yes, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. It's like it's the perfect two mixes, yes. and we're going to make the perfect 
dogs, and now they can do that with peonies, which okay. I had no idea. Exactly. Yes. Didn't know we were <laughs> going to golden well, doodles. Was, that's all the first thing I think of when you say that, though, is like that's the crossbreed. Everyone wants a really good golden or a lab or a golden yeah. retriever and mixed with a poodle. And yep. I'm like, this is, that's what it sounds like to me. So And just like, okay, so it sounds corny, but it's true because you're crossing the species, yep. you get unusual plant vigor, right? Okay. So these tend to not flop. That's not always true, but they tend to not flop. Okay. They tend to have nice, thick like stems, okay. they tend to be very disease resistant. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and they're fertile, so okay. you can make more plants. Which so is this really is cool. what keeps the price up because breeders right. want it so that they can. They can. It's, yeah. it's highly sought after. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's great. We'll have to look out for that one. Oh, is that one of your daughters? That's my <laughs> yeah. oldest. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a tree peony. Believe it or okay. not, we can grow them here. Okay. Um, in fact, Dave, I when your wife said she wants a peony. These grow in partial shade. Oh, really? Okay. But we do have a good sunny spot out okay. there. It's just that it's on the like dividing line between my house and the one next to it. Yeah. And I put some lilacs out there, but I have room for maybe a couple more yeah. bushes out there. This is a great option for partial shade. They they will handle it. And they will actually, these would actually grow better in Little Falls than they even do where I live because they grow great, actually. But they are prone to winter dieback and have to come okay. back. So what a tree peony is, is it's literally a small shrub, anywhere okay. from three feet to up to 10, believe it or not, in warmer zones. Okay. And they get a peony, like they get a flower very similar to the traditional garden peony, but bigger. Okay. Oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes bigger. Well, these are real pretty. They're, yeah. you know, the, the color purplish yep. in the exactly. center and the white tips. Yeah. And you can see, like, there is the size of my daughter's head. Yeah. Like, they're just they're huge. Yeah. huge. This is an old, old Japanese variety um, okay. called Kamada Fuji. And I have found that, you know, because Japan is much warmer. I wasn't sure how the Japanese mm -hmm. varieties would do here. This one has just outdone awesome. itself. It does really, really well. That's really cool. With the weird winter, this past winter, this is the first season I haven't seen it flower well. But even still, the growth on it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's we just had probably too many thaws yeah. mm -hmm. over the winter. Yes. Right. Yeah. So how much is she getting me into on this one? <laughs> oh, the big price-wise? Yeah. So what uh, these, I think they're like in the $80 range. And that's... I figured it wouldn't be the yeah. bottom range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, tree peonies, that's... I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm trying to figure out the difference between tree peonies and regular peonies. So yeah. amateur I don't know any of this yeah, now. No, so a tree peony is, is basically a shrub, and then yes. the regular cut flowers are like where you see four or five together. See, it looks like a shrub to me even. Yeah, just, that's no, that's so a really that's good where, point. Okay, so what's the difference? On right, because they're both perennial, Okay, right? Um, the herbaceous one is, um, it does not have woody tissue. Okay. So this literally, like, you have to prune it like an apple tree. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like that will probably help. So okay. think more like forsythia or okay. something like that, where it's okay. not actually the size of a tree, but you know, it's, it yeah. is, it's got Qualities. mass, it's got okay. substance, okay. that kind of thing. Okay. And do those last longer than the regular, like the cut flowers that we have that may possibly last till, you know, mid June was where we're at right now. Now they're starting to die back or is that kind of their season as well? They, I am finding that my tree peonies either go, like the Chinese and Japanese varieties mm -hmm. are the about the first thing to flower on the farm. Okay. Then we have the regular peony okay. season. And then there's something called lutea hybrids, which okay. are being done by a lot of American breeders okay. and, and actually European as well. Um, and they go last. Okay. They're just coming in. 
When okay. you look at this, which is a mix between a tree peony and a garden peony. Okay. You can bring it towards you and yeah, we see. can see it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So something like this where it has the yellow okay. um, in it. I haven't checked. This is a variety called Garden Treasure. Without having checked, my guess is, is that has lutea okay. um, tree peony okay. in its in genetics. It. Okay. Because that type of coloration and this type of coloration, right. that's all so typical of the luteas. Okay. And I they are. They yeah. are. And I don't know if they can see that in the screen, but like no. the difference of the, it, it just like looks antique to me. So yeah. it's like that ombre kind of color is compared to just being straight pink. Exactly. I love those. I absolutely love those. And the those. smell, if you notice, is different. Yes. And so explain to me the smell now while we're on that too. Yeah. You can keep playing pictures up there and yeah. we'll see what's up. Right. I don't know. Oh. I don't know how many pictures she sent I, too. Well, I've I got just love uh, them. one, two, three, four or more. Okay. So the scent of them. Is there yeah. one of a scenty one that you know when you see it up here too? So what's oh. the difference? Because some do smell and some don't smell, right? So yeah. Um, so I find that most are fragrant, okay. but you do run into some that don't. Okay, have a smell, and I always that's always a little disappointing. Okay, um, <laughs> but you know, and I've never heard. I'd actually love to hear a breeder say why some don't. I have noticed that um, some of the reds. Not the magenta reds, yeah. not the old-fashioned yeah. reds, but the new reds will not have as much of a scent. Okay. And I know a lot of them, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation because it's Latin. I believe a lot of those have Della Vei okay. um, heritage. So okay. I've always wondered, maybe Della Vei doesn't have a scent. Okay. But, like, I'm out of my depth here. So, okay. you know, like, yeah. my peony mentor, who's an amazing like breeder would be able to better okay. say why that's happening. Which is the coolest that she has a peony mentor. I just, I, you need I'm one. Like, well, <laughs> and the, seriously, I'm like, I, I don't even, I know nothing of tree peonies and a regular peony. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's mentors even for it. It's so cool. So it's a huge thing. Well, and we'll talk about that too. Yeah. What we have going on next year, I think it is. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, so anyway, so let's see a couple more of these up here too. I'm looking at oh. them behind you and just, oh. what is this one? That one is so special. That okay. one's called Ella's dream okay it's one actually that until last year was only grown on our farm because oh, wow. we had an opportunity when we started the farm it just so happened that there was a breeder who was slowing down okay um because he was you know he's he's still breeding mm -hmm. but he, they're not selling them okay. like to the mass public anymore okay. they only sell them to farms like ours okay and he is um a chinese american man who has like who understands like all like there's a huge, rich tradition of tree peonies in China, oh, cool. and he kind of has all that, That's but cool. yet is breeding here in Pennsylvania. That's really cool. So we bought like 350 plants to trial, wow. and this one just was so special that we are now propagating it. We're going to be registering it with the American Peony Society. How cool. Yeah. Wow. How neat. Yeah. How, many, so, how many plants do you have up there? There is around, I'm actually in the middle of inventory right now, but I, it's around 2,000, and we need to be bigger than that. Right. Like, wow. We she need, needs to be yes. bigger than that. Can you <laughs> yeah. like, okay. I'm, right. Doing quick math, I'm like, 2,000, oh my goodness. So, <laughs> right. But it, it, it is, it's amazing. Like when you walk through even the fields and stuff and what you have, and I don't know what's coming up. I'm, I'm so yeah. interested to see all of these. So, Look at that sun to on it. <laughs> so These, okay, so the corals you recognize, yes. those are a hybrid. Remember I said they yes, crossed this. that's sorry. right, yes. So those are the coral golden okay. doodles. Okay, perfect. <laughs> golden doodles for anybody who's like me and just learning. We're going to call them the golden doodle peony. Right, so if I get so, the email saying you want a yes, golden doodle, I yes. know exactly what you mean. Um, and then the others are all other colors also okay. of those hybrid types because on our farm anyways, a lot of the hybrids are... 
flowering earlier in the season. Okay. So the, that's why I was bringing you more corals, and yes. then the corals stopped, and yes. I was bringing you more pinks. Okay, right? that's perfect, yep. They tend to be on the earlier side. Okay. And you get these, like, buttercream yellows and corals and, um, like, champagne colors. They're amazing. Well, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And then while while he's getting the last one here, then those look more typical, right? Like these the, are the typical ones. Okay. See, yeah. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am absolutely learning now. So yeah. those look a little bit more typical. See the lopsided bud? Okay, yeah. I should have figured out then when I took <laughs> yes, that picture yes. that that was happening. Yes. But anyway. Yes. See, a lot, see, I don't even realize this. These were technically lopsided buds, right? And then they came right back or they, they just... Yeah, they were totally fine. Yep. So Sorry. there was just something about this year's yeah. growing conditions. Yes. I felt so yes, encouraged when my friend was like, same thing is happening on my farm. That's good. That's it could good. be the extreme winds. Yes. Yes, We've been getting, I'm wondering. Extremely windy these past couple well, yeah, yeah, it's been wild. It's been crazy. So, well, we talked about the American Peony Society. So you mm-hmm. have something that's coming up, yeah. though, next year, which yeah. I briefly told Dave about. And I said, yeah. it's the coolest thing. And I I didn't even know there was an American Peony Society. So yeah. explain to me how this, what this is. A, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're a really, really good organization. Like, they're trying to and doing a great job of sort of cataloging the chaos because there's so many people who breed people are Mm -hmm. so passionate about peonies I mean I have like there are customers that I have that must have like an acre of peonies just and they're not selling them like this is they just want them because they just want them this is their joy this is what they do right it's like you know they have their day job and then they have this yeah and and I know multiple people like that How, how many I mean um I was starting to think, how long is that period where they are blooming? If you went, because you said there were some different periods, but so if you wanted that acre of peonies and right. you're mm-hmm. one of those collectors, how long can you expect to walk through a field that has That's blooming from question. X to X? I mean, I'll just talk about our farm. Um, we usually get our first one. We used to get our first bloom reliably every May 27th, like <laughs> clockwork. Wow. And now that's not reliable anymore. The weather has changed too much. Um, and so In now, how many years? Uh, so it started being irregular. The first year it was irregular was last year. Okay. And the same thing happened this year. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting like maybe May 23rd was last year. May 21st, I think, was this year, which was weird because oh. the winter was colder. So I'm not right. sure <laughs> what that's about. Right. Um, so that would be the first one. And it's usually... Either a tree peony or one of the hybrids. There's one hybrid that comes really early for us. Then that goes all the way through to usually about July 4th, but it might be a little shorter now. I'll have to see in the coming years. And then this girl here, Garden Treasure, as well as this one here, will occasionally rebloom at the end of July. Okay. Really? <laughs> wow. They just do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're known to do that. It's really rare, yeah. but they will do that yeah. occasionally. And it's always, and usually the bloom isn't quite as pretty. It might be a little smaller, a okay. little simpler, but every once in a while we'll get this like mini flush of flowers at the end of July, <laughs> like not florist worthy, right, right. but really enjoyable. Yes, that's really neat. <laughs> So yeah. someone who does have an acre then could so potentially plant. a couple of months. Yes, yes. you of, could. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which normally you would think when you see it around here and people that just have them for fun or whatever, in a couple weeks and then mid June-ish, yeah. I would say. I'm yeah. stuttering on it. I'm not sure if it's mid June. It sometimes I think it varies, right? You it see start, it start 
start yes, in the yes. valley and work its mm-hmm. way out. Yep. Yeah. They start to kind of fade and stuff. And then, you know, by definitely by July, you usually don't see anybody right. that still has their own plant at home right. still going. So right. exactly. Um, it, they are. They're beautiful. There's no other season like it. And I, I, I'm just staring at it now. So. And, and people, people play with it, too. Like, I know this is a thing, and I want to get this organized mm-hmm. at some point in my future. Um, but they literally, they take their earliest flowering variety and put it in their warmest spot. Huh. And then they take their latest flowering variety and put it in their coldest spot. Which is very interesting. Because what that does is, like, because it takes much longer for that late, mm-hmm. the, like, the cold spot to it warm up. It extends the season Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they, they pro- and I bet people who do that get, <clears throat> they, I wonder if they don't get an extra 10 days. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, five days on each side. Yeah. You know. Um, so interesting. Now you actually have to plan it out. So <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> you'll actually can plan out what you want in your garden yes, and when they're exactly. going to bloom and how long they have, which is the coolest thing. So, exactly. um, and yeah, and, and like you were saying to the American Peony Society is a great resource too. Yeah, yeah. And I hope people are listening that know more about peonies than I do. And then I hope this is helpful because I'm, like I said, I'm still sitting here in awe of everything and I can't believe how flawless they look. In general, peonies are pretty, I don't, know what the word is um not substantial they just they they kind of do their own thing they're like they're very strong in their own way um you know they look very delicate but they're not and so designing that's what i always look at it's yeah um, you kind of ruffle them up a little bit and they still can move around and they're not going to lose their petals or get brown really quickly Mm -hmm. um so they're they're just very versatile, I think. So, yeah. and very traditional for weddings, which is pretty popular in the springtime too. Yeah, that we'll use them for. And then, um, yeah, they're just I, I, I'm, I'm just staring at that one. We might have to move that. I just keep staring at it, <laughs> waiting for it to open up a little bit more. <laughs> so, and um, but anyway, so what, tell me about where your farm is, and do you do tours, or are yes. you okay? So mm-hmm. that was one thing I, I know I sent a couple people your way, um, and said I think she does tours. So explain yeah. how they can connect yeah. with you or find you and go and see the farm sure so um we sometimes we do open days it honestly depends on whether our blooms are peaking on the weekend which is such a variable which (laughs) right i wanted to mention that too that people we had talked about one of the flower growers but Mm -hmm. it's such a variable that you're dependent on weather and what's going on how much sun you're having how tough the winter was all of that yeah and so the patience of it Again, this is why I am not a flower farmer. Right. <laughs> this is, I am not patient in that way. I need to know on May 15th I'm going to have these uh, and what I right. need. So um, I give you a lot of credit for that, <laughs> figuring it out. Like so. last year it worked out perfectly. I could tell the flowers were peaking on, um, I think we opened up two different weekends. Okay. And that worked out. We had the tree peonies peak and we were able to open awesome. a weekend. And then the lact of like the old fashioned type peaked and we were able to open that weekend. And that was great. everything seemed to be peaking midweek plus the one weekend where we did have um uh where we were like actually could have like toured had people tour it was it conflicted with violet festival and it was the first time they were doing it in person and so i did not feel like good about opening the farm (laughs) that day right so so this year what i did when i saw that it was kind of looking like it was going to peak more during the midweek i just posted on the website and on social media you could schedule something Mm -hmm. and then and you know when it's an open house i actually walk people around and give them a tour since this was during my working day i would just greet people and tell them here's where you can walk and they could self-tour and ask me questions 
friends, but I was like working, which is instead of touring so cool. with them. Yes. Yeah, which still um, is the coolest thing. Like, can you imagine going up and just touring yourself? Yeah, you know, cool. it's just a cool thing <clears throat> to see and all those varieties yeah. and stuff. And yeah. then, you, do you have roots to sell there, or it's not the season for roots? It's not so, the season. Okay, and I do want to get into um, like having because you can plant a potted peony anytime during the year like you can't Mm -hmm. plant the bare root but if you buy a potted peony you know from a big box store you can totally stick that into the ground anytime you can also wait till fall which is the safe option Mm -hmm. but like a lot of peony growers do therefore pot up some of their roots and sell them on the farm Um, none of the growers that i know who are doing that are in zone four okay so i have to figure out how I would do that. And also, right. I don't have structures currently on, on the farm, right, right. right to overwinter them in. Okay. So I'm figuring that out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, if they saw something, too, when they came up, they could easily say, okay, I like yes. this variety. Can I get this yes. from the other fall? Okay. Exactly. Perfect. I tell them to take a picture of it. We release our catalog in July online. Okay. And that way, they if they have the picture and the name, they can know what they, you know, want okay. from the catalog. Because it is hard to tell from pictures, yes, yes. you know, what awesome. you're actually getting. What, and it's so cool to see them in person once yeah. they're growing and then waiting three years yeah. till they come. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. right? It's exactly. a patience thing, but I'm sure in that third year, you are <laughs> elated with what you bought. So yeah. um, tell us your website, your social media, sure. all of that yeah. stuff. So. So we are lyndeckerfarms.com. Sorry for the weird name. <laughs> and spell that for us. Okay, it's L-Y-N-D-A-K-E-R. Um, farms, one word. So lyndeckerfarms.com. If you're from Lewis County, you it's mostly lyndeckers there. But anyone outside, <laughs> anyone outside of Lewis County does not know that name. <laughs> and I have literally had people like come off the road and be like, "I'm from Lewis County, and my grandmother is a lyndecker. Why are you in her county?" Oh, good lord. <laughs> That's wonderful. It's like such a highly specific, yes. like Amish Mennonite name. That's so, so cool. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. And then we are, I just went on Instagram. Um, I was slow adopter there. So we are Lindecker Farms, peonies, one word, um, okay. on Instagram. And then we have a Facebook page, Lindecker okay. Farms. Yeah. Awesome. So they can yeah. connect with you that way too. And yeah. then, so now we're like June 20th or so. So there's still a couple of weeks of good touring, you would say, or well, kind of starting to die off now. I should have said that I'm considering we have people coming this afternoon okay. and I'm considering making that the last day simply because it still looks really pretty from the road when you mm-hmm. get up close to the flowers they're starting to look a little spent but I do have still maybe three to four varieties that are peaking okay. just okay. whether it's worth I mean some people drive for hours yes yeah right and whether it's worth worth somebody driving like from Hudson Valley or something right. I'm just not sure right you know right well, check out the website, and then obviously yeah. the photos we had on this. I'm, I'm just loving those. When, when did you take those? Were those just you randomly went out, or have you had these for a while, the photos? So uh, most of those I think I had, and okay. some I went and took because I haven't, like, mastered the whole taking pictures. Yeah. Like, Dave, you probably have this down. You're a media guy. I have it down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> taking pictures of fields, like, they don't turn out. Like, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And then I go look at it, I'm like, this is not great. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I tried to do some with fields. Again, not not with great success. So, okay. yeah. But okay. most of them I had because I have to do a lot for the catalog. Yes, yes. Well, they're beautiful. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for being oh, on today. And I'm so excited. Like yeah. I said, we've only known each other, I think, a couple of weeks yeah. now. So it's great and a great friendship, I think, that's been forged yeah. here. And all of her quality, I can't say enough about you, too. I mean, I'm sure when you buy the roots, it's the same thing that you were doing with me, too. And 
very accommodating, know exactly what you're talking about. And even with these, like you were worried they were a little tipped or whatever. So I didn't get these in my order. And I'm like, they're perfect. I don't yeah, know why. Look, I, like, <laughs> I would have just sent them along too. So I'm sure when they bar- they're buying their roots from you, they're getting the same kind of quality and precise. We try. Yes. Okay, yeah. good. Yes, we <laughs> well, really we're try. Good. So well, thank yeah. you again for being oh, on. So thank you for I, I'm, I'm excited fun. now. I'm thinking I might want to try one at my house, but I don't know that I'm ready yet. I just, I still need to learn a little bit more. And I, if I you're going to try one, try this one. Okay. The yellow, the okay. garden treasure, because it is, these are a little less winter hardy than those. Okay. But that one's known to be the most winter hardy of this type. Okay. Perfect. So, so just a thought. And it is yellow. And it's yeah. something too that I didn't realize that yellow is a rarity, I guess. Yeah. In I was going to say, I don't remember ever seeing any yellow uh-huh. peonies anywhere. Mm-hmm. It comes yeah. from the tree peony. Mm-hmm. That's where they, it's the tree peony that provides that. Uh, yeah, wow. and you like a yellow rose, right? I love yellow roses. Oh, I remember yes. talking uh, about how do you remember that? that. Well, because yeah. we talked about it. See on like the podcast. Drumsticks? Yeah, no, it's like kidding. the drumsticks thing. I'll send you a yellow peony. <laughs> 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 so, but I do remember that, and the yellow has been. A lot of people have seen that, and they're like, "How did you get yellow?" And I said, "Well, they have them up that yeah. farm." And wow. Apparently, yeah. they're not very popular, and most people don't yeah. see well, them. Well, I think they would be more popular if people right. knew they right. existed. They existed. Yes. If they could see something like that, yeah. Not even thinking about it, I planted a row of yellows out in mm-hmm. one of the beds closest to the road. Right. And like, I would have people pull in and be like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. You yes. know? Well, I can imagine that. But the, the prices on the yellows are coming down. They're now like, you know, they were like, not this one, but another one when it was first introduced to market in like the 1980s was like $800. Oh, and goodness. you know, you can get that same plant now for probably in the 20s or 30s. Mm-hmm. So wow, the prices cool. are getting to where <clears throat> they're accessible cool. now. That's really neat. Well, I, I was thinking maybe I'm in the wrong business and I thought about all the work you put into it and I said, no, I'm not. No, no, <laughs> no, no, not at all. There's no way. <laughs> the moss or the powdery mildew and the growing of the roots and the splitting of the roots or whatever. No, the not for me. The of the not roots. Yes. Oh. That's a whole nother podcast. I think too that that could totally be a whole other. No one would listen to it because it's awful. (laughs) So it's worth buying them as they're made from you, and you do do it yourself. We we could kind of show it, you know, video the thing and show you out there working. Actually, all you know, jokes aside, I do think like one of the things I want to do eventually is do a peony dividing workshop because I do think that if people knew they could dig their own Mm -hmm. and just divide them up, and that it would do really good things for their plants, I think they would do it. And um, it saves a lot of money, and it's just a nice skill to have. So someday I'll, I'll get there. But yeah. I'm totally yeah, into yeah. doing it for you. So when you're ready for that, I would yeah. love to film that. Seriously. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we yeah. can talk. Yes, no, that would be fun. No, that would be fun. See, I bring the coolest guests, don't I? I? I, 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 I yeah. <laughs> they are the coolest. I was so like, you're a natural yes, to this podcast. Well, <laughs> well, it's the guests. The guests are the ones that no one wants to listen to me yeah. talk. I just don't Well, I was going to go with her up to the farm, but I had a... Other, festival. And I had a couple was other so conflicts. That weekend was, like, was crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was like, I've just got to come up and see it. Because I once yeah. you started bringing stuff to the store and then you're on my way home to go to yeah. my house, it's like, I have to stop. And so I was like, I've got to go and just walk around. And you have an adorable dog, too. So <laughs> cutie, cutie the farm dog. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So she's um, amazing. Yes. But it's, be- it's beautiful up there. And, you know, like you said, too, it's a different area than like the Hudson Valley area. Yeah. It's a little less populated. 
So you have a little bit more of a small town feel, which is obviously perfect yeah. here. And, and I noticed that people who visit really like that. They mm-hmm. like the proximity to the Adirondacks. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I do yep. think that that makes, I mean, that makes this area special in yes. general. Yes. Right? Yep. So. Perfect. So, yes. Well, thank you again so much for being on. Thank and you. Yeah, maybe we will in the fall. So when do you normally split your routes without it being too, like, too busy like right no you know what I have to do because we are doing the cut flowers now I'm going to be reorganizing the fields so I am going to dig our stuff that like I'm not going to dig customer roots early but I'm going to dig I'm going to take a chance and just dig our stuff early okay so we could totally set up something like that okay we just have to work out acoustics because (laughs) I'm not going to bring all that dirt into your beautiful studio (laughs) do not worry about it I will mic I'll I'll mic you and nobody will ever know so exciting well that's another thing that I don't think people realize that listen I don't at least I know the dahlias you have to dig them and I think it's just simply because of our area and the zoning that's Um, absolutely right it it could stay in if we were a little bit further Mm -hmm. south and it wouldn't freeze that's right and with peonies I don't think anybody ever thought that you could dig your peony roots split them up it produces more growth but also you you can spread them out that way so absolutely that's a whole nother thing that I've never I never heard of that did you never no um and prolonging the life of it or making you know yeah how they grow out I guess so exactly and if they're like if they've been in that spot a really long time and you're worried they're not doing well this is one way to get it back right so So that the the bush won't die when we bought the farm we were lucky to inherit like many of these old farms a row of peonies right along the driveway but they were super diseased because my guess is they'd been there over a hundred years. Like the people that we bought it from were like, we didn't plant them. They were, they were like, they were mature when we bought the place. Right. So So I, they were so diseased. I was like, uh, what are the chances this is going to work? But you know, they are producing beautiful. We dug them up. We chopped, we threw out all the rotten stuff. Anytime that I would see one coming up that didn't look good, I'd throw that one out too. I don't have many now, but I have like a beautiful collection. I'll never know what variety they are. So cool. But they're just beautiful. And if you buy a house and you love that variety, you're never going to figure it out because it might not even be a variety that's sold anymore. Mm-hmm. But if you yep. love it, then just make your own. Yeah. But Which wouldn't that make it really rare if it was something like that where you bought a house and you, didn't, you couldn't find out what it was? So it, I have a friend who reintroduced some from his mother's garden. He worked with, he's, in the, he's a director in the American Peony Society. He had some really neat ones from his mother's or grandmother's garden. He went to some of the lead breeders who really know their varieties and were like, do you recognize any of these? I didn't recognize any of them. And they reintroduced them there on the market wow. now. Nice. So cool. Yeah. That's so neat. Oh, yeah. I, love, I love that idea, too, like the building that I'm in and the old the old feel of things, like the classic. Like yeah. it could be from the 1800s or something, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. which is, I can't even believe that as a plant, you know. <laughs> I yeah. can't imagine being that long. But it's it's better than having a tree because trees, after 100 years, sometimes you have to trim them yeah. out or they grow into places they're not supposed to. But with something like this, it's like an heirloom that just yeah, keeps it's going an heirloom. and going, which is, yeah. to me, I would that's what I would do if someone were buying a new house, give them a tree peony or something yeah. that they could have and, yeah. and plant in their garden. That's so a cool gift idea. It is. It is. And for how long they last, which I had no idea how long they yeah. last, that's pretty much going to be the duration of a, yeah. a family, you know, staying yeah. there and stuff, yeah. which is really really neat so yeah, yes exactly. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving you can so. do my marketing yeah oh no i don't know i, know. I don't even know i don't know because you just described it, it way better than i've ever been no. able to <laughs> it is I, I when i was at your farm too i was thinking of it i was like it is it's just so cool it's a, one of those things it just keeps going and going and like we talk about the lasting value 
they may not last the longest in a base, but they just keep going and going over yeah. years and years, which I don't know. I don't think it can get any better than that. Yeah, so it's pretty good. <laughs> yes. Well, again, thank you again yes. so much for being Thanks on for today. Me. So, and I don't have an and more for today. So I guess that's it. No commercial. Well, yeah, no, that's it no. today. We'll, we'll just I run with this, your exit. Yes, I knew this was going to be a long one because I love peonies. So <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's conversation and remember to connect with us and we'll talk to you next time. And you can find us the third Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. on My Little Falls Radio and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.